Hey, what's up, Nakeders? It is your host, Lila, with the Be Naked Podcast. Woo-woo! All right, so this episode, we're going to be talking about modeling. And for those that rocked with me, I want to say between 2012-ish and probably like 2016-ish. To be honest, I should have went back to my photos and took a look to see, like, what those years were. Um... But for those that really walked, rocked with me during that time, um, I was definitely in the quote-unquote modeling um, hobby-like area or era um, of my time. <laughs> and to be honest, during that time, I really, I had, even as a kid, I really wanted to go into acting um and kind of theater and things like that but as I got older you know things happen and you know that dream kind of just fell off its stool um but for the most part when I thought about doing it again I decided to go into modeling I wouldn't really say it was modeling for me a lot of people think modeling is like is more professionalism when it comes down to like when you think of like you know, Giselle and, um, you know, all those other people. But I just want to say, like, Giselle because, you know, she's amazing. <laughs> and so when you think of her and, like, what she does and everything, and when it comes down to, like, uh, being in magazines and making bank off of that kind of career, that's how people really see it. And, yes, there are hobbyists that are I want to say there are models that are hobbying it around if that makes sense and that's kind of what I was doing um I didn't know if I wanted to actually pursue it as a full-on career all I know is that I couldn't do any poses um but I had great you know photographers that instructed me in doing in doing so they you know were experienced very well experienced photographers and they knew how to direct me and what poses and things like that and like when I look back obviously like my photos like the way I was just wasn't all that now did I take some fantastic like there were those iconic ones and when I say iconic (laughs) they were very well known (laughs) and um especially within like where I lived like when I did modeling, I was living in Mississippi and on I was working with some of like a, a, quite a few of like Jackson, Mississippi's like well-known photographers. And I'm super blessed. I'm always thankful for working with them. And I was beyond like, wow, like damn like you want to work with me (laughs) you know and it might have been just because of the um obviously like the way I looked and also just the charisma like your personality as a model really has to stand out and you can't just you know be a little I mean I was a bit shy especially when I started off because I didn't know exactly what was what I was doing I had no clue what I was doing all I know is that I wanted to go into modeling, be in front of a camera to build confidence within my body and myself. But then it got to the point where I kind of just wanted to do this. Um, I wanted to do it to help other women like know that they are beautiful regardless of what they look like, you know. And 
as I look back on it, obviously my folder, my photos, I was very small, very, I'm still very small, very petite, but I was skinny. <laughs> and there are times where I've looked at my photos and you can like see my rib cage. And it's not, um, it wasn't like on the unhealthy spectrum, like a, how somebody is perceived or on how they look. They are healthy in their own ways. And some people are unhealthy in their own ways and, you know, things like that. But I wanted women to understand, like, you don't have to starve yourself to go do a photo shoot. You know, girl, like, don't worry about that. Um, but it sucks because when I think back on it, I look at it and I'm just like, fuck, you know, like, I have these amazing people looking at me, these women looking at me. But I know for a fact that some of them would sit there and be like, well, damn, like, she's skinny. Not that I ever heard it directly towards me. I just know, like, damn, like, how could I be saying that, you know? But at the same time, as I mentioned before, we're all in our dick, different, unique bodies. We're healthy. We're unhealthy. You know, at, it didn't really matter at that point. So, because the only thing in the back of my head was, like, just... If you want to go model, go fucking model. And I had a lot of girls, a lot of beautiful women finally like come up to me and just be like, I finally did my photo shoot. And they would share me, like share their photos with me. And I was super happy, super thrilled about that because it's just like all it takes is that that step to get into that direction to actually do something like that. And once you're officially comfortable, like getting to that point where you're really comfortable and confident that you want to do it again, it becomes kind of like an, an addictive, an addicted, um, I guess, hobby in a sense, maybe. I don't know. But I was just really happy. So when it came down to that, when I first started off, I... I don't know. I honestly don't. I know my Instagram was really taking off at that time when I had my old account. And I was a lot of people from high school were like, oh, my God, like this. And I had amazing shoots. Again, I worked with some great photographers. When it came down to choosing the kind of quote unquote modeling or, you know, some, you know, choosing that it was more of me wanting not wanting to take my clothes off and be like like a slut you know but I wanted to do this is when I learned about Bordure Bordure okay because it's like a hard word to say but not really <laughs> and I didn't want to get into fashion because I didn't you know I wasn't stylish at all I didn't have money to like go out and get like the fanciest clothes or anything or even just um style correctly in a sense I don't know if that makes sense but I knew I didn't really want to go into like all the extra stuff or anything like that. I wasn't trying to get in magazines. I like again, this was just a hobby to start off with just building self-confidence because I'd always been very insecure about about my body. I am 48 and ever since even I want to say even 5th grade, that's when my like my boobs, my tatas were coming in. And they were coming in, y'all. Like, throughout middle school, they really started to grow. And I was just very petite. Very, very skinny. Very small. Just petite all around. But the only thing that was growing was my tatas. Like, my fucking height wasn't going anywhere. I was still 4'8", <laughs> you know? So, it was a struggle. And it was very... It was just, I wouldn't say it was embarrassing, but it was just like, I was very shy, very self-conscious about that. 
and a lot of people are always like, you know, you're you got great boobs, like you got some like titties, you know, and when people would say that it was just like, uh, you know, I would hide and stuff like that. And don't get me wrong. I was trying to there were times where I were like these shirts are the best kind of shirts and like tank tops and things like that are the best kind of shirts to wear when you have a bigger chest. Right. So um, there were times where I wore V uh, V shirts, but then like I had guys like in middle school, just like looking down my fucking shirt. And it's just like, what the fuck? Like, I'm not trying to like, fuck, you know, I'm like, for one, I'm in middle school, damn it. <laughs> and then um, when I got to high school, like they really started taking off. And then it wasn't until I really like moved out of my house, out of my um my Madison, Mississippi um, home that, you know, I was able to eat kind of like what I wanted. I was able to work out. I was able to do these things that I wanted to do. And obviously, you know, that and hormones and everything else can affect your body and your growth and everything else. And so my tatas definitely came in. (laughs) And so I even got more self-conscious about that. And it's a hard thing to want to go in and have to work with male photographers. Now I'm going to put this out there and very make this very clear. Not every male photographer is the same. There are, there are some amazing male photographers out there that are um, like fucking awesome. And then you have those male photographers. Okay, so going into this, I didn't necessarily expect for things to happen. And what I mean by that is I would go in and I worked with some photographers. They were really good. And then I also worked with photographers like I'm choosing, yes, to do bordure for um, modeling and like photography, I guess, in a sense. And yes, I chose to like go topless. And, you know, and one, I did a nude photo shoot um, with a well-trusted photographer. I can say that. And everything was like good. But at the end of the day, I was kind of getting to that point where I didn't know if I wanted to do this anymore because of the fact of I was getting myself into my my I wouldn't say, okay, so I'm going to try to say this in the in in the way that I can try to explain it. My body My image, I guess that's right. The image of my body was going into the hands of a photographer and in front of their lens that wasn't the greatest experiences that I had in, you know, in during that time. And it really got to the point where one time I was actually like, um, how would you say? I was kind of fooled. I was tricked into thinking it was a photo shoot, but the guy, quote unquote, photographer was actually in like a pimp and he was trying to escort me. I'm going to put that out there and like nothing happened. I, I was good. Like I'm good. But like that right there, like really had me like, what the fuck? You know, like you have to be that so low and selfish to lie to somebody to get what you want because what I'm gonna make you money I'm going to bring you business like no fuck that like fuck no and so after that like that 
specific incident is the main reason why I just stopped like just stopped completely and it wasn't even just that it did all um, well that was the huge main reason but I also even before that I started getting into this feeling of where I knew that I just wasn't feeling it anymore like I was getting tired of being in front of this lens you know like I felt like my confidence was great but it wasn't at top where I wanted to be because I was working with these bad photographers and another one actually thought he could fucking take my like he thought he could I don't know how to put this I guess the best fucking way to put this and I still think back on it and I laugh so hard about it now he was going to try to quote-unquote like ruin my reputation because I didn't want to go out with him he literally sat there and stated that I um didn't know what I was doing that he that he could literally if I didn't want to continue to work with him or go out with him then he would tell everybody that you know my family was racist and everything else and I had actually told him like I don't normally cross that line when it comes down to like sharing personal details about my life when it comes down to working you know I don't really I don't cross that line when it comes business like that but I was at that point where I was starting to be more open about how the person who adopted me was just this fat ass racist and I didn't mind just fucking sharing that like hey this is why you know I don't live at home you know And I was still kind of being open about it, but not at the same time. But he literally used that as a way to say that he would ruin like my modeling career. And he would tell everybody, you know, all the great Jackson, Mississippi um, photographers that, you know, that I am trash and that I'm a hoe and a slut and everything else. And because I wouldn't go out with him and I didn't want to work with him anymore. Like after I denied him from going out and I told him that I don't do that with my like the people I work with. I'm not going to do that with the photographer I work with. He then would pressure me to continue to work with him. But I would like after he asked me out and started to he went crazy, like fucking crazy. And I was like, oh, my God, like what the fuck did I worry about him going up like telling folks about my business no honestly no I didn't because if you're gonna be a photographer that listens to this other photographer but I know for a fact he won't give the correct details or the facts then I don't need to be working with you either you know I already have that mindset in my head this wasn't a serious gig for me this wasn't a career and I wasn't getting paid for it and I like I I didn't care like it really didn't matter to me you know I didn't necessarily have a reputation because everybody knew who I was everybody already knew my personality and that I did not give a fuck about what anybody said about me because when it came down to modeling and posting those photos let me tell you I worked at a movie theater and while I was doing these shoots and Obviously, I started posting the photos. I was topless. I was in lingerie. And um, and 
obviously I had coworkers talk shit about me, mad shit about me. And there was a lot of jealousy going on. And I already sat there and I was like, you know, like I can tolerate people talking shit about me, even though you're sitting there considering that you're supposed to be my friend, but still talking about my talking about me behind my back because I posted a photo like I can handle a photographer talking shit about me behind my back to another photographer. It, It doesn't matter to me and it still doesn't. And I I just had enough. I didn't have, I had an, I didn't, I, like I said, I could tolerate and I could deal with the gossip, but it was the cliche, egotistic, like, careers people were thinking they had or that they could destroy from me. It was just, it it was just, oh my gosh. So when it comes down to choosing a photographer, like, Make sure you do phenomenal research. Make sure they have a portfolio. And make sure you you scope out their personality. Like, it's all about that. They say, like, a lot of the work is in front of the lens. But it, a lot of the work is behind the lens, too. Like, you have to know who you're working with at the end of the day. They could be the sweetest, greatest person in the entire world. Because at the end of the day, they probably take your photos that you did in a nude shoot and they probably could be jacking off like and that's just all honesty do I know whether or not these guys did that I don't know probably so more than likely right because a lot of times they didn't post my fucking photos and that's that's unreal like I was not included in their portfolio and I would sit there and ask them where are my photos and I was that's another thing you have to haggle people for your photos and don't get me wrong like I definitely I definitely value a photographer's time because they do a lot of work. They do. And I'm now going into that (laughs) hobby-ish that I'm starting to pick up. Um, But it's a lot of work for them, you know, especially those that are constantly booked, that are constantly, you know, editing, going to events to do their work. Like there are photographers that do this for a living. Like literally, they don't have another job on the side. They do this for a living. And but and this is dissing down on the ones that don't um, that don't have a second job or anything like that. Don't you know? Regardless, photographers put in a lot of work to be where they're at today. Okay, just like anybody else with any other hobby or any other career. Okay. So when it comes down to asking for photos, you can now. For me, I never once paid a photographer. Never once paid a photographer. And if I had continued doing it, I guess in a sense I would be all right. But it was the fact that I I never had to pay a photographer. What we did was something called TFP. And it's called Time for Photos. So in exchange, it's I'm giving them my time and in return so that they can shoot me and then quote unquote add me into their portfolio or whatever. And then in exchange, they would give me photos. It could be a few edited ones. And then they would always give me um, the raw photos. I love raw photos. The point for the raw fo- photos for me was to put out there like this shit is not edited. This is me. Acne, skinny, a couple of love handles here and there. Um, 
and some wrinkles and I'm always squinting at the sun. Like, <laughs> give me the raw, give me the raw photos. You want to edit a couple? That's fine. Hand them over? That's fine. Whatever. I just wanted all of the raw photos. And they never had an issue with that. There was a couple where they actually no, they uh, yeah, every single one of them gave me raw photos. Um, except for one, if I remember it, he was my very first, um, photographer that I worked with, if I remember correctly. And that was fine by me. He gave me the edited ones that he wanted to edit and they were phenomenal. Um, and I still have them. They're still beautiful. I love them. Like they're amazing. And so that's something, but it's not always guaranteed. You can't just sit there and say, Hey, I want to do TFP. The photographer technically needs to approach you with that. And that's something if you want to take it or not, like you can't be a brand new quote unquote model and demanding the photographer to give you these photos or you can't um, you can't demand them to pay for your time. Like that's ridiculous. That's stupid. That is seriously uncalled for. I I don't I was just very lucky. I was just very blessed to not have to pay for any of my photo shoots. Um, did I? If we shot somewhere else, if we needed to rent a room or whatever, I was down to pay like half or whatnot. And I think I did that one time and that was with that that one photographer that we won't mention again. But overall, I had a fantastic experience when it came down to um, working with photographers that meant what they said. And they meant business when it came down to exchanging the photos and the time. You as a new model or something that you're wanting to get into, you need to decide again, like whether or not, you know, it's okay to dabble in different subjects. Again, I just didn't want to do fashion. Now, if you want to do something like that, you want to be a runway model there, go ahead and do that. That's absolutely fine. Just build a portfolio and, you know, there was, gosh, I can't remember I think it was called Model Mayhem. Now that I think about it, I haven't been on that website since forever and a day. But I actually met a couple photographers off of there. And they were legit. They were great. Um, and they, I would get a lot of, a lot of quote unquote business from that, I guess, in a sense. But I was very, very picky. Very picky about who I worked with. And that had been that, like that since day one. Seriously. And... Um, if you're not picky, if you're constantly saying yes, I mean, you can do that by all means. I'm not going to sit here and tell you not to. I understand you're wanting to get photos. I understand you're wanting to build a portfolio. I understand that you just want to post like some birthday images or, you know, something like that. Like that's what you want to do. Absolutely fine. That's great. But you need to eventually then, like after I want to say one or two, like, and you start to realize this is something you want to continuously do, you need to start being picky about your photographers. Photographers are picky about their models and who goes in front of their lens, usually. And the good ones usually kind of have like a quick conversation with you about what you want to do and whether or not you're going to be like worth their time in front of their lens. And... Sometimes, though, like a lot of times if you're just, you know, those are for weddings, events, they'll have their own thing. But when it comes down to certain things, they they get picky. And that's how you usually know 
that they are a really good photographer and they value other people's time because they value their their own time. And that's what you want. So overall, when it comes down to like modeling, whatnot, it's definitely something you should like dip your toes into. Again, I had other women that came up to me and showed me their photos that they were like doing for their boyfriend or husband, you know, for Valentine's. They were just like, oh, what do you think about these? They would ask me, you know, um, whether or not this photographer was good and stuff. And I love that they dipped their toes into there. And they were even like, again, even if it was for like their husband's birthday, you know, or their their wife or, you know, whatever, their partner's um, celebration or whatever like that, Valentine's Day. It was amazing. It's great to see other people doing that. It's 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 amazing. That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> but when it comes to let's see here. Now, when you decide that this is something you want to do and you go and start posting those photos, whether it's a one-time thing or a continuous thing, especially when it's Baudure, you will be talked about. As I mentioned before, like I had a lot of people talking about me behind my back. And I really, I am so thankful for modeling because it showed me who was real and who wasn't. There was so much fakeness right in front of me that like people were wanting me to know that they were fake. It it, it, like it blows my mind when I think about it. It is definitely something that is constantly talked about. I'll tell you like one example is when it comes down to your friends. When your friends sit there and they talk about you. It is like, what the fuck? You know, you're supposed to be my friend. And I had a really good friend in high school. I like to believe that she was. We graduated together. We still hung out a couple of times. Like she was, she was a really good friend of mine. And there was this thing way back then. I don't know if it's still going on now, but this, there was this thing called ask dot. FM like ask me it was a website it was like a third party website I don't know if y'all remember this but there was like and it was anonymous it was a continue like you could ask the question anonymously and I did it I didn't want to do it but I was just like man fuck it because I felt like this would bring out the haters I'm just say that like that fucking the haters the jealous people and and the the two faced the two faced people that just wanted to talk shit, and it did. I was on there. I want to say probably like a week. I wasn't on there for uh, like a long. Like I wasn't on there like that long at all. And I had the worst comments that I have ever like been told. And obviously, things like that when you can when you can ask questions and post anonymously. It's always the ones that post anonymously that say the nastiest things. And there was one particular person 
who just kept coming back. And literally, it, it was weird because I I could tell. Sometimes you just you just know, right? But they just, for some reason, they just come coming back. And they were posting anonymously. And it was just like, you could tell it's the same person because they're the way they structure their wording, the way they write it, like just the way they structure it, period. It's just like, OK, you're the same fucking person. Now you're just you're just fucking bored. You're just hating for no reason. And they would they would see the nastiest things like you're a whore, you're a slut, you know, and like you're not fit to be a model like you you could never be a model like you don't look like one like you're too short and like you have all these tattoos and you're just not you're just ugly and it was just constant and I, I I can't remember if I responded I think maybe once or twice I did and then eventually got to the point where I was just like what the fuck and it was so whack because I got a text message from my so-called friend and she was just like, why are you posting these photos, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, and the way she structured her text or, you know, her messages and stuff like that, it was just like, are you the one posting on like my ask you know, saying these rude ass things. And she was just trying to like lie and say and everything. Eventually it became clear. I can't remember exactly how I like got her to say, but it, that doesn't even matter. But it was the fact that she was supposed to be a really good friend of mine. I considered her like a best friend in, in all sense of honesty. And it was just like, oh my God, like what the fuck? The fact that you have the nerve to sit here and like tell me I'm ugly and I'm gonna be like I'm a slut and a whore when you have a whole bunch of shit going on in your life that is out there and it's you know you're you cannot be judging me and I had to cut that friendship off friendship off I cut that friendship off completely and years later she messages me on I think either Facebook or Instagram but she I remember clearly clear as day she she messages me and she's asking me what's a good photo who's a good photographer to work with in Jackson and I was like what the fuck are you fucking kidding me right now like fuck no and obviously I blocked her I haven't spoken to her since since that day but fuck no like you cannot come 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 and call me all these fucking names and say that I'm a whore and a slut and then years later you think it's okay that I completely forgot all about it and you're gonna ask me about photographers that I work with now mind you there were a few others that did the exact same thing and they wanted to know because they wanted to work with the best they thought they could get a free photo shoot or I would put in a good word and I was like fuck no when you do things like that once you start showing yourself your true self and like, hey, I really don't give a fuck what anybody else has to say about me, then people will hate. People will seriously hate it. And they will hate that you can do what they are choosing not to do. You know, I way back then, I would sit there and say, like, you can't because you can't. You can't fucking model. Like, no. Like, 
obviously times are changing and I had some growth, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, you can't sit there. You can't, you just can't do that. No. Until this day, I still, I still will sit there and tell people that if you're still going to approach me and ask me if there are photographers that are a good fit for you or who can do this in the state of Mississippi, like, no. And to be honest, I'm irrelevant now. Like, those photographers don't really know me anymore. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, no. Like, mm-mm. I know photographers in New Orleans. I know in Atlanta. And I know Mississippi. And and even Orlando. But you know what? It's okay. <laughs> you know? So, oh, gosh. It is crazy how that happens. And I, you know, now that I bring that up, I attempted to get back into modeling when I lived in Orlando and I met with a photographer. He was a great guy, but he, he wanted a relationship and I was just like, no. And obviously I never got the photo shoot that I wanted to do with him because he is very talented and he seemed like a very genuine guy, but I guess too genuine, you know, to actually want to do business with me. But it's, that's the thing like you have to know who you're working with and you have to know who your true friends are and it will bring out so much it's so it it brings out a lot photography and modeling and that whole industry that whatever it brings out a lot it brings out so so much to where it can be overwhelming so even if you just do it for the one time just know if you post it, it's going to bring out a lot. And it can, like I said, it can be overwhelming because it, I'm not going to lie, a little bit at first because when I posted my first shoot, there was a lot of hate, a lot of support. And I give a lot of people, there are people with me that are on Facebook that are still my, they, they are my day ones, <laughs> right? Amazing. It's a, it's, it goes into that category of where strangers will support you more than the people you know personally. And eventually that ends up switching. And those people that you form those bonds with, those complete strangers on the other side of the screen, of their phone, of their computer, they become they become your support system. And they become your true, um, like, dedicated, like, people. Because... Those people who have rocked with me when I started putting out lighters and things like that, people were purchasing them. People I didn't even know personally were purchasing them. But people I did know personally, they didn't didn't purchase. They didn't support me. They didn't sit there and say, oh, look, you know, that's amazing. Like, way to go. What a great idea. And even to this day, I have people asking me if I'm going to ever do lighters again, but it's there's a huge difference if you want to know who your true people are yeah do a fucking bordeaux shirt shoot and post it and you'll see you'll see exactly who i'm talking about but that is what i wanted to talk about um if you guys have any questions when it comes down to modeling i'm very very um what do you call it uh out of out of touch with it but this is what I can provide this is kind of like my insight so I hope you guys enjoyed and we can always talk about some other things when it comes down to modeling just let me know you know my email is 
lila.ruiz at yahoo.com, okay? And you can also message me on Instagram at be naked pod or the best way to be honest is going to be either emailing me or reaching me at lila.ruiz on instagram so yes thank you so much for tuning in and i will talk to y'all next time bye